My therapist told me today that I'm in the generativity versus stagnation stage of my life. Well, Wednesday are stagnating, but here I am generating another podcast for the Owls Americas, Sheffield Wednesday Opinion with American Accent. I'm your host, Jeffrey Paternostro in Salt Lake City. I was at a beer, so I took a little trip to the Templin family brewing uh, tap room. I've had a couple other beers on the show already including their watermelon sour last week. But I hadn't been to the tap room. It was recommended to me as one of the, the better ones in the city. I took a little trip, had a couple beers. And then uh, something caught my eye in the store on the way out. Uh, I did not look very closely at it. And it was 9.2%. So uh, I can't I can't do that to myself in these late nights anymore. I had this bottle of uh, a Fumé Blanc open from a couple days ago. I figured I should, you know, Sonoma County, nice little dry white. Figured I should finish that up instead of doing something I will regret uh, Thursday morning. So anyway, this beer, which I'm drinking (laughs) instead of the wine, is the Imperial Schwarz beer from TF Brewing in Salt Lake City. It's a dark lager with black cherries and red plums. Uh, It drinks kind of like a summer stout. Uh, It's not quite as sweet, although you definitely get get fruit forward. Uh, It is 9.2%, but it's pretty quaffable, even considering it's still in the 90s here. So we'll see what the rest of the evening, and more importantly, tomorrow morning brings. But to join me for my second therapy session of the day in Portland, it's our Cascadia Owl, Mike Larood. Mike, what are you drinking? Apparently not enough. But yeah, um, what do I have? I have the Von Bobby uh, Golden Mild from, uh, it's a collaboration from Away Days and a brewing I'm not familiar with, which is Von Ebert apparently here in Portland, but this is a light and flavorful golden ale with all of our favorite English malts. Uh, yeah, it's going down a lot easier than whatever you're drinking right now. Yeah. So and This um, actually drinks does not drink like a 9%, and, which is its own problem. Yeah, and for the record, this is 4.2, so yeah. yeah half, you'll, you'll have a better morning, half. but we're going to have the same shitty night because we have to discuss Here's Wednesday against Cardiff City and Wednesday against Mansfield Town in the League Cup. New beers, uh, same old results. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the well here. Uh, my my word for these two matches really. Uh, I did not watch the League Cup game because you can't watch the League Cup game. Probably better that I couldn't watch the League Cup game. It's stagnation because we're not seeing the progress. I think that we saw really maybe the last week before this or so. I. They switched back to a... I mean, you can look at the Cardiff games too. They switched back to a back three. They've started Smith, Gregory, and Windass. And they knocked the ball around a little better, but there was, wasn't really anything there. Uh, that did not look like a team that was going to hold up against the pressures they were going to see at this level. Uh, and they were not creative in the final third. They were... You know, because you get the back. Look, I mean, should they have gotten a point? I guess, but we knew this was going to be bad, Mike. But now it's starting to go bad in a way that is more troublesome, maybe than the last couple matches. Yeah, um, uh, you you would hope that a point on the road would mean something. And then, then you realize it's Cardiff. So you actually would expect to, to take that game. They were Cardiff not good. Was, they were not good. Cardiff was not good and they haven't been. 
And uh, to come away with that, with just the point, and yeah, or not without the point, um, thinking you were going to get the point, and then to have the the penalty at the end. Uh, again, we don't have there is no VAR, and our we have. I grainy, was watching it on my phone at that point because I had to run some stuff yeah. back from the. Well, my buffering phone. actually on the back follow went out. I did see it, but I didn't think there was anything in it. I, yeah. I was just watching it on my uh, phone, and then it's like, oh, and I didn't have. Uh, for whatever reason, I follow did not on my phone did not have the broadcast, so I didn't think there was anything of it. And then people started oh, okay. pointing at each other, and I'm like, "What's going on?" Yeah, and then I figured, was, out, "Oh, um, this is a penalty." Yeah. So, but I mean, just going back to the thing, I think they actually had. I might be channeling my my inner Justin here, but I think it wasn't as bad. This wasn't as bad as previous weeks. They it's had their results moment. oriented business. But if it's results oriented business, and you you're thinking they had the sure, sure they're going to have their moments. They want to play five three two with Smith and Gregory yes. up front. Like we know what that we know what that squad can do, and we saw what they could do against Cardiff away. But yeah, as far as like yeah, I, I'm it's, it's it's frustrating. I don't see. It sounds like every cliche of everyone, what everyone is saying online, and I'm uh, praising grumbles. I don't see what they're trying to do. Um, they are. I don't now. You could you could kind of see it against I didn't, Preston, I, I, I think, and then he dropped Musaba, he dropped Famewo, and he said Famewo was like by far his best left back. But yeah, he can't really play left wing back. I, I guess right. he kind of sort. I guess he played left of the center back three uh, against Mansfield, but. Like at a certain point, like it's panicky, right? You got to trust your system. You got all these new players in. You know, Musaba. Are the players, from what you can tell, do you think they're committing? I don't think the players are totally committing to those positions. I think they're still learning them. This has all been a very fast turnaround, um, and now, unfortunately, it's like we're turning around again a little bit. Well, that's the thing, right? It's fine. Like, I mean, it's not fine. They're the only uh, team in the NFL to be without a point after four games or whatever. I know the Premier League teams only played three. And yeah. look, that's that's bad. That's worse than even I expected. You know, I expected, you look at the schedule, it's not easy. You expect a couple points out of these matches, right? Uh, you know, even Hull and Cardiff being tricky away games, such as they are. But yeah, there's just, it's funny, right? Because I think we all, and, uh, Cisco made this point in his press failure, but he said, you know, Lions in League One, Mice in the championship. Right. Not exactly inspiring confidence in your squad there, buddy, but that's a separate issue. But I think we all kind of thought this squad could go up and, you know, as I said, finish 19th, right? I think uh, well, I think a couple yeah. things have happened here, right? We've forgotten how good the championship is two years out of it. And, right. you know, a lot of these players that were championship players two years ago are two years older now. Yeah. So it's you get they got to figure something out. I don't know if it'll be with Zisco Munoz, um, which might uh, will create a whole other set of problems. But yeah, um, again, I, I still uh, they had yes results results wise yes this is bad. And someone even today put together the uh, current results strung together with the uh, preseason results, and it's just. <laughs> It's all right, like at a certain point, you need a platform to build off of, right? You need something yeah. to, you know, if they had gotten that point against Cardiff, all right, you got something to dig your teeth into in training this week and yeah. get a little um, motivation. Look, uh, Windass said it after the, the Mansfield game, like the players, and Windass is always, if nothing else, brutally honest uh, in these post games, but he said uh, the, the players aren't playing well. They're not playing good. They're not good enough. They're not playing well, and that's. 
the reality of this league, and they got to you know they got to deal with Leeds this weekend, which is not any uh, easier. You know, it's a it's a going to be another team straight down from the Premier League with a manager that has had a lot of success at this level, uh, and whether they're playing four two three one or three five two. It kind of been figured out so far. They got to figure out something a little bit different. And yeah, the Diaby injury, I think, hurts them a lot uh, for the way that Munoz wants to set up to counter. But they got to figure out something else, is what it really comes down to. Um, it's not. Oh, well, we'll do predictions later. But yeah. um, I just I, I want to put a bow on this after, what, seven minutes? Yeah. <laughs> but these games just. Uh, it's the, yeah, and to be honest, when I was getting ready to do prep, and I typically look at the player ratings from a couple of newspapers, I really forgot who we played this weekend. Um, yeah, I was yeah. like, who? I knew we, I knew we lost to Mansfield uh, in the cup game this week, but I really forgot who the game was against this weekend. And I was like, oh yeah, and then the, there was that penalty. Um, yeah, it was. It was. It's just you look at and you look at the the whole of the season and you look at the way you know they've given them a couple kind of really nothing penalties right it's not like right. a, a guy went in and missed it or just got beat or it wasn't you know, it, stuff. yeah it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't any nobody did anything nobody on their team really forced them into anything you know it was a, there's nobody near box for that header and gregory just kind of just didn't have like the situational awareness to keep his arms down and you'll get the goals outside the area, whether it's the, the Mansfield town game or the, or the two against Hall or, you know, they just, they're not really, I mean, you know, you look at the Southampton uh, move for the second goal was, was quite nice. Uh, right. You had the set piece against Preston where they just kind of switched off a little bit. And it's just, you look at the variety of goals they're conceding and there's no, like, I don't, we're going to do, the Wednesday news we're gonna discuss our August player of the month, but it's like there's nobody you can point to and just be like no. and again a lot of that squad rotation and, and getting the new players in and match fit no. and into the been system. Four but then the very... system then the system changed this week, so Yeah, been four very forgettable games. Mm. Um I, I don't even remember scoring against Hull, but I guess we scored twice. Twice, so. yeah. Um go team. <laughs> But let's let's also Barry Bannon's goal. It was a nice, quite goal, nice. Yeah. It was a nice goal, yeah. Um, but it also was curling out and could have easily hit the post and charge sure, <laughs> and not gone in. So who knows where we'd be then? True of both the whole goals too, I suppose, from outside the area at least. But yeah, and I don't really think throughout the Mansfield Town game, uh, I don't think anyone picked Aiden Flint to have the man match performance uh, scoring the winning penalty. I, yeah, that's. It just, that's, that's, it's like one of those, it's, you know, pens are pens and yeah, know, I was, they, they really had the Dawson save and Vox had a chance to, you know, Vox is, the penalty they've seen will Vox take have been good, but. I, I think nothing of uh, the AFL Cup after. And then I think that's fine, but. Take it or leave it. It is um, like, it would be nice to get a, again, just get wins, right? Even if it's in the Cup, something to, to build off of. And look at that performance again, they had their opportunities against the League Two side to really put it to bed and didn't and gave away a late goal again. And that's the reality of the situation. Ooh, 22 shots on target. With, you know, just about even possession. 22, that's, uh, 
Yeah. That, that... Again, it's League Two, though. So we should have had 22 shots on target. Where, where am I picking up from? We don't have to record a pod this week. <laughs> I only told her I was recording and she just did the kid anyway, but that's fine. Oh, I don't even know. I was looking at my screen. I don't even know how long you were away. Yeah, I'll figure it up. It's fine. I suppose that takes us to the big question because we'll just move on to that. Uh, how long does Munoz last as manager? He gave, um, like, he, okay. he gave some quotes this week. I did the Lions to Mice one. 5% of the squad isn't he, up for it. There, I, look, I, I don't want there's like I, that, I hate to get into the lost in translation thing, but yeah. I don't think it's locker room stuff, but some of the stuff that he says gets the sound bites he puts out there. I don't know if he realizes what he's, what's, I mean, what's going like, to It's, it's going to motivate players, a certain kind of player, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe he's been there four matches, six matches. I guess um, in one of the pieces. So, I don't know if he has the the buy in to pull that off. And yeah, he got Watford promoted. That's not nothing. But no, I think he has to. It's going to pain me to say this. I think he has to own September. Um, he's got to take whatever happens in September, which is going to be a long, tedious it month. Is, yeah. And we're going to be at best grinding out some nil nil draws. Mm -hmm. Twice, maybe, but he needs on that, and he and if he can't pull that off, then that's fine. I think it's way too early to. I, I saw people I saying like, who, like, pull, who's the, pull the trigger yeah, after right. leads, but who's the? I don't <laughs> think that. Who, who's the best available manager but right now? Uh... <laughs> that brings up the question. If, yeah, if he loses this job, we are finishing the season with either Darren Moore or Steve Bruce, and I don't know which one it is. But <laughs> oh, I can't. Um, see, this I is... can't see either though. Like I can't see Chancery bringing either of those managers back oh. for a variety of reasons but uh, yeah but if 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 he pulls the trigger in the first half of you know one of the next two games then we're going to be the least desirable job in england I mean, no they, one is they were this pretty game. close to that in the summer too so well yeah but i mean i don't know it, it again we everyone has said this there was so much goodwill <laughs> around the squad at the end yeah, of yeah and i know and like it's just there was and there's this is there's two sides to this coin right yes the summer was an abject pr disaster but also i do feel like our the fan base is always kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop and like they just embrace the doom and gloom a little more a little quicker than they should have i think we're there now it's fine it's fine to be no, there. no we're, there. we're there but i feel like they may be uh yeah a little we, some little people quicker. got here a lot earlier than uh, we did yes but no, I'm not ready to pull the trigger yet on on Cisco. Um, if if Leeds is an abject disaster, then yeah, then, uh, I am. Well, yeah. I guess we'll have that conversation next week. But for now, take a break. Come back, do the Wednesday news, and preview the aforementioned Leeds United game. Now it's time for some Wednesday news. And as we mentioned, it is the end of August, so it is time to do... I don't know why this, of all the times I've forgotten to do Player of the Month chat at the end of the month over the years, uh, this is the month I make a special note of doing it. But it is, in fact, uh, August 30th as we record. So, Mike, who's your Wednesday Player of the Month? 
Um, I was just looking to see who has scored. I'm looking to see who's. Oh, man. Um, yeah, no one stands out. So let's let's have it a draw between Lee Gregory and Barry Bannon. I'm actually now curious. Like, this is something I probably could have looked up ahead of time. Like, what are who scored uh, rankings are for uh, for this year so far? I'm I'm actually a little bit curious who has. We have, uh... we have four goals and three assists, and those are seven different people. So no no one's doubling up and on the offense. Sure, I'm no. just like looking at the. I'm I'm very curious about the player. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's probably player ratings are what they are. Although, uh, uh, something that got overlooked, Vasquez save in the first, right after the first card of goal. He had a one-on-one. He's, he like, he's at times looked okay as a shot stopper. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not fully convinced there, but it's also... It's hard like, to give a keeper a, a player of the month when he's 0-4. Uh, I think it's for me, it's Juan Delgado. Uh, okay. He's the guy that I've like watched and been... Okay. He looks like he's doing a job at this level. He scored the goal. Um, he is uh, actually the second best outfield player by who scored was Callum Patterson, actually. They don't have anyone that's a seven. Though, right? Really, 6.65 for Patterson is the, yeah. is the highest. And it's, you know, Patterson, Delgado, Bannon, and Famewa, which I think is more or less what you would have uh, expected. Oh, there's nothing... There to really point out, and again, nobody's. You look the, you know, Delgado and Banner are really players that have played all four games, and started all four games. So, you know, they're they by far, well, not by far, but they have significantly more minutes uh, at this point than the rest of the squad, and I mean, that says something too, right? Like usually you would expect your center backs to be in that spot, and. You know, nah. it's it's not he keeps rotating center backs. Like it doesn't seem to know. Like that would be the most concerning. Th- I mean, obviously they're shipping goals, but not knowing who your best center back two or I guess center back three group is right. at this point, or whether you want to play a center back, two center backs or three center backs, also a problem. Uh, he's heavily rotated. Iorfa, Hekwe, uh Diaby, and. Uh, Bernard so well it's, it's like at a certain they, point like you can't get any continuity back there like you gotta pick a defense and run with it yeah the, the, again the graphic guy at BBC when he drew out the back five they, they just they've just, there's been some wild uh interpretations interpretations of uh <laughs> what, how yeah, uh, is going to play yeah, so the uh yeah, very much the back five on BBC and then ESPN I think with, with the Three, two, yeah, definitely the two four, four, two. I think at one point on iFollow yeah. too. Like, just I don't know what's going on. I do know what's going on. They're not winning points. And that's uh, not exactly what you want. Uh, not much else in terms of uh, news for this week. The under eighteens one three one against Swansea. So get that, I guess. Uh, Liam Palmer, we should say, went over 400 appearances, which is it was good for him. Uh, unfortunate that he had the the last penalty in appearance number 401. They got saved, but I don't really think of Liam Palmer as, you know, you get to the sixth spot, you're kind of like, I was kind of thinking, like, who's going to be the sixth penalty taker here? Like, who's even still on the field? Um, I suppose that's the way it goes. 
Uh, yeah, I guess now we'll just... Uh, uh, I guess we'll just move on to the Leeds game. Do we take have it, to? Yeah, take it away, Justin's notes. It's what we do. Uh, so look, they're not off to a great start. 1-2-1, uh, 13th in the championship. They have not won at home yet. Uh, seven goals for, seven goals against. So they're scoring, they're shipping goals. Uh, they did win their last game 4-3 at Portman Road. I think I believe that was Ipswich's first slide. As Justin puts it, versus uh, the greatest football team ever to touch grass. Uh, and the last time Wednesday played them uh, at Island Road, they won. Uh, two late goals from Jacob Murphy and Eddie Newhue. I, I think I watched one of the last games I watched at the football factory before the pandemic, I think. I remember it's Murphy just did this little Gary Monk era. Murphy just did this little run down the right flank late in the game. There wasn't much to it and just beat the keeper at the near post. And then they scored a scrappy goal with Newhue finishing. It was fun. I'm pretty sure it was football factory for that. I'm pretty sure the Leeds fans were not happy, which is always a, always a good scene on a Saturday morning. Who are they? Uh, Leeds United. They were formed in 1919 after Leeds City were disbanded for illegal payments. So, you know, same old Leeds always cheating, really, for their entire history at this point. FFP is a bitch, huh? Uh, they were elected to the EFL in 1920. They've won three league titles, including the uh, the final title, free premiership with uh, you know notable Sheffield Wednesday manager Howard Wilkinson at the helm. Well, I also believe it's the last, uh, is he still the last English manager to win the top flight? Ooh, that can't be. I think he's the last English manager on the top flight. Um, all right. Yeah, you're thinking now. I can't think of a counterexample off. Uh, yeah, off all right. <laughs> I'll be on Wikipedia for a moment. Continue. Were, uh, yeah, fine. Most success under that, as again, Justin's notes, stodgy, pious dickhead Don Revy in the 1960s and 1970s. Biggest Justin's city in, notes. <laughs> Justin's notes. Biggest city in England with one team. Uh, remarkably inflated sense of self-worth. Again, Justin's notes. Uh, biggest rivals. They claim Man U, Chelsea, because the 1970 FA Cup, and uh, Galatasaray. Yeah, that's not... Yeah, that's, that's ugly stuff. That's uh, not... Yeah. That's, They've been banned from Europe. Obviously, we remember the incident uh, with them punching Chris Kirkland during a match. <laughs> but uh, obviously, been in the Premier League fairly recently for for a little bit of a spell. Finally relegated last year. Uh, brought in Daniel Fark, who's been bounced up and down with Norwich City. Plays four two three one. Built from the back. Possession progress through the thirds. You know, if you've seen Norwich City play the last few years, you know how he's how he's going to want to play. Create central overloads to get the fullbacks open wide for crosses and attacks. Well, good thing that we overloading Wednesday's midfield hasn't been the strategy that every single team has used so far. <laughs> uh, very direct, uses a high zonal press in a 4-4-2 with the fullbacks pushed up. Players of note. Uh, two players out injured that have been uh, regular for them. Uh, Crescencio Somerville, their attacking midfielder, Liam Cooper at center back. Uh, Daniel James, also uh, out injured as well. They just signed uh, Jed Spence on loan from Spurs at right back. Uh, FIFA legend uh, career mode for me, Ethan Mpadu is their defensive midfielder. Uh, also have Archie Gray, a 17-year-old, playing. Defensive midfield as well. Uh, if you want to look for a way for Wednesday in, uh, Elon Messlier, their 23-year-old goalkeeper, has been a bit shaky so far this year. So 
where are the goals coming from? Not a, you know, they they spread them out. Uh, the your forwards, uh, Jorginho, Rudder, and not that Jorginho, Jorginho, Rudder. No. Uh, yes. And the two attacking midfields, Luis Sinistera and Wilfred uh, Nanto. So, other names of notes, uh, names of note you might remember. Uh, Luke Eiling, still at right back too, has chipped in with a goal and an assist so far this year. Uh, look, the. This is this is a derby to me. This is the Yorkshire Derby. Yeah, this matters. Yeah, yeah, this is this is uh, it's one of the games I circled on my calendar at the beginning of the year. I uh, again, I said this before, like those I talked about those Leeds Wednesday games at the Football Factory. I'm sure they'll be on twenty, thirty people out out there uh, Saturday for it. So they're a little testy. They can be fun. This and they're usually like you know, look Leeds of. One some Wednesday have one some. There's been good days and bad days uh, watching. Well, there's been one very very good day. Uh, not even in recent memory anymore, but it will live long in the memory certainly uh, for Wednesday league game. But you know the one we mentioned the last time they faced each other, uh, the new Hugh double in the snow uh, to do the double over Leeds. So, I mean, it's you really want them to show up and just bear down and get something out of this game. And again, leads are off to a shaky start. They're shipping goals. Yeah, it's just... I know it's, it's one of those things, the romantic and so I'm, you see, there's just, there's no, like, there's no, there's no confidence. This is zero, yeah. you know, even if they drew against Cardiff and maybe built off that to something like, okay, but this is, again, this is a very, very good manager who's going to you know press Wednesday and try to get them into mistakes and I don't know what the back four is going to be or back five I don't know who's starting uh I don't know if they know who's starting yet it's Wednesday they don't they don't uh I mean for me what I want to see is I want to see Musaba and Delgado starting I want to see Mamo back at left back I want to see the 4-2-3-1 I want to see them play the way they get did against Preston and try to you know, try to find something, and at least try to get stuff back on track, and put in a performance. And I don't know, man. I'm gonna watch it because it's not a Sky game. I feel like Wednesday leads. I guess they don't do the. I feel like every Wednesday leads game was a 7:15 kickoff in New York. So they always move it up for. They do move it up, yeah. So. Um, I guess I guess they don't even have, Wednesday don't even have the juice anymore to get a. <laughs> Get a game of um, 715. And Wednesday's already been on Sky twice this year. That's what I That's really That's true. That might be part of it. You think they would have done but Wednesday. Why? Wednesday. That's the bigger why is yeah. why that. Um, yeah, why the Preston game? Um, yeah, I would hate to see us do a true back five and just try to hold them, you know, just try to not let them score. It, I don't think that's going to work. But well, and, and that would be the worst outcome. I would like to see, I think what you said, the four, four in the back. Well, uh, you can put like that. Look like you put, you put Palmer at right back and let him interplay with Delgado and like pick your spots for the counter. That worked well against Preston. Like it didn't always come to something, but you gotta yeah. you gotta have something to hold on to. Like I don't, I don't prediction. Care. They lose two one. Think so? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna 
hold out hope that we actually hang on and get that one one draw nothing will surprise me um just can't get shellacked though yeah i mean it's this i mean this could go bad early especially if leeds comes out with a and look you know their fans are going to be up for it right they like they see they they're gonna they're like sharks they're gonna smell blood here and they get an early goal it could get ugly fast and it's already not particularly pretty but it's the way it goes i mean do you make i didn't really bring this up uh i mean what do you make of the you know chance against chen siri at this point in the in the cardiff game and just the general yeah the general tenor um, around that obviously we're yeah. you know fairly distance i won't say detached but fairly distance from a lot of that over here yeah yeah um, i understand that and i'm always very talk cognizant to talk about uh, stuff going on with the, the politics of the club mm. or especially around facilities and, and whatnot of the club but um someone had a tweet the other day which reminded us that of all the years and money and 72 acquisitions mm-hmm. we are still trying to build around barry bannon <laughs> and that's that's what we've done yeah. in, in this whole time um but and that's uh, and I, I love barry bannon and he I, he deserves the statue and all that good stuff but it does bring up the point people brought up years ago he's like, one of those maybe, guys that's two years older now right than the last time he was in the he, championship. he is two years older and you wonder if we're spending too much time time, working time is undefeated as rocky balboa says Rocky Balboa said that that was in the, in the Creed movie. I mean, he may have that was a real, I thought a real said that. Yeah. So, but no, um, I don't. I, I'm, I'm not quite a Chancery out. Uh, I, but well, I want to go back to Chancery that was somehow disciplined under not under Darren Moore, alongside Darren Moore. Well, um, here's the problem with Chancery out. Like, you can't. You don't know what's next. It's not even that. I mean, that that's it's also that. But like, you can't. I don't know, man. I was a Mets fan. I've been a Mets fan my whole life. You can't pick your owner and you can't really influence your owner. Like that's something that's out of, out of play. You know, we don't have the 50 plus one rule in England, you know, in the clubs. Look, if Wednesday was fan owned, like they would not have the funds. They'd be in league two. They would not have the funds for this, right? Maybe that's better. Like I'm not, I'm not even necessarily, uh, maybe there would be a purpose and a direction and a connection that's been, if not severed, frayed uh, in the last, what is it, 100 days? It was 100 days since right. Wembley, I think someone said, online this week. And I, and I get all that. But also, like, that's the other point, too, right? It's I don't know if the club is in better shape than when Chen Siri took over. I think you could certainly argue it isn't. But the other thing is, he is, you know, we're just a little over 10 years removed from facing a winding up order. And, you know, Milan Mandarich coming in and buying out the, the debt, basically. And I saw someone say it's as bad as the Dave Allen days. Well, the Dave Allen days is what set this all in motion. Like, it's all part of a, yeah, you know, just a hole that the club has not been able to, to dig itself out of. And that's the other thing, too, right? You Who comes in? And are, are they going to fund the club in the same way that, you know, just the day-to-day operations that Chen Siri Well, has? yeah, obviously, I mean, that's... Obviously, the commercial end of the club is still struggling. And that's certainly on the... You know the the ownership in the front office, whatever you know, whatever however you want to term it. It's you know the they're still not producing much out of the the youth ranks. Facilities still aren't good, both on the 
you know, on the training side or just on, you know, trying to get a beer in the stadium, I'm reliably informed. <laughs> or a pie could be an issue uh, as well. You know, the stadium itself probably needs a facelift, if nothing else, at this point. Uh, you know, whereas the, the the investment is going to, you know, running the club. But they were down in League One for two years and running less losses. And it just seems like we've come back up and are making the same mistakes. And I don't know if it's a... Well, hold on, though. You say the same mistakes that we... What are you... Because did that stuff with the beer and parking and... I don't know. Stuff, I think it's just, I think it's just one of those things. It's it's you know the expectations are different once you're a championship team. I think, and, right? You know, I don't think I was. You know, listen to the previous two years of this podcast. None of us really enjoyed League One, but you know the, the investment's just not there this time around, right? Like you can look at it when he took over when Chancery took over, and you know splash the splash the pot for Bannon and Forestieri and Ross Wallace and Adam Reach and Jordan Rhodes and, you know, Sam Winnell when they didn't even really need another striker and really pushed. And like, look again, a lot of the, you know, Wednesday is still trying to carry on from that and those FFP issues and those, uh, well, I also you know, wonder relying on veteran players. It is, is Chancery in the front office as a whole completely trigger shy now about any any significant well, investment, be it players or stadium or other, that they just don't want to run into, they don't want to deal with points deduction again. They don't want to I deal don't with think FFP a lot of that stuff actually counts for FFP though, right? Like training facility upgrades and stuff no, like no, no, that no. doesn't get, doesn't get baked in. It's just, I mean, look, I you know, yeah, in a perfect world, he sells to someone with a, long-term plan for the club that's able to fund it at the same levels while building out the, the commercial side, the community side, the, you know, the, the youth and reserve side. Right. And yeah. really, you know, you want to be Southampton or Brentford or, or Brighton. Uh, you know, it's, I think a lot of people point out they're, they're going to get Ansi Fatu on loan from Barcelona. And I, people are pointing out, yeah, we're only, what, seven years removed, eight years removed from beating them in the playoff semifinal? Like, it could have very easily yeah. cut the other way. And, like, yeah, a lot of the same institutional problems would be there. But uh, the other thing I've learned as a Mets fan uh, recently is money solves everything. And the Premier League money is not insignificant. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't have a good answer. Um, I do know no. that you're not going to, like... So my, my there's, there's no so, evidence that fan sentiment moves the chairman in any direction. In and I, years, I am not so. chance. I am not on the chancery outside. Uh, more more out of fear of the unknown. Oh, it's all going to play out over the balance of the season, one way or the other, and we'll cover it right here on the Owls Americast. Uh, this is episode 227, I think. I didn't make a doc for this one, so I don't actually know. Yeah, it felt <laughs> like 209 and 30, but yeah. Uh, You'll find us on the internet, owlsamericas.com. You want the show at owlsamericas at gmail.com. Find and follow us on Twitter at owlsamericas. Podcast intro and bumpers. I follow Wednesday as Reverend the Makers. Podcast is on where we get podcasts. That's where we are. Every week. Uh, rain, shine, zero points, one point, three points, mostly zero. But where you choose to consume the Owls Americas, we ask that you rate and read the show. So more Wednesday to find our ramblings. Mike is on Twitter at Cascadia Owls. 
Hit me. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna. I don't think you were on the show when we when we did this one. So I'll, I'll do it to you. When do Wednesday get their first point of the 2023-2024 championship season? I think I was on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they're going to get the draw against Leeds. You're the draw against Leeds. All right. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Jeff Paternostro. I, th- I think I'll get something. I, I think I'll get something against Ipswich. I think the I think they get something about it against Ipswich. I don't know anything right. against Leeds. But uh, whatever happens against Leeds, we'll be back here to talk about it next week.